You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It was a very bright, shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. A rivalry renewed for the first time in two years with tonight's winner winning Group A here in the 2024 W Gold Cup. Emily Fox has a go, and that's the best shot tonight for the United States. Barreras just able to punch it away. Opportunity here. Ovalle. Here's Ovalle. Mexico with an opportunity. And Mexico have taken the lead. What a finish by Ovalle. And has a go from way outside, and Nayer has to get up for it. It's still loose, and Nayer does well on the rebound. Not done yet. Rodman just inches away from Pauline even. Pelayo has a go from distance, and that should do it. Mexico in savage time with an exclamation point. CONCACAFW Gold Cup group stage coming to a close and following that stunning loss to Mexico. Uh, the U.S. end up in second place in Group A. Mexico on top. They will both move on to the quarterfinals. Um, and for more on the W Gold Cup, we are absolutely delighted to welcome in our good friend Lisa Carlin. Hello, Lisa. Good morning. How are you? I am so good. Good morning, everyone. Going on. All right. So we didn't get a chance to get your your reaction to the U.S. loss to Mexico. Now that you've had kind of a, a day to digest it, what were what were some of the takeaways that you had following that match? For the United States, it was not good enough by any means. Um, I was disappointed in a lack of in-game adjustments, tactical awareness from the players. Um, I think we did see some changes come by way of Twyla Kilgore and the coaching staff when substitutes came in at halftime and then again at the 70th minute. But in-game, these players are incredibly intelligent and they have so many tools in their toolbox. But I feel like they get pigeonholed into their role and into what they are expected to do in their specific position instead of problem solving throughout the game and recognizing, hey, this field is really narrow. Mexico is funneling us into the center of the field and we're losing about 20 yards of space um, and playing within the 18s. Let's spread out, create a little bit more space for ourselves and not make it so hard. So I was disappointed in the way that 
the U.S. lacked their problem solving. However, on the other hand, we have to give a lot of credit to Mexico. This is a side that has been struggling for years to build up their women's program. They missed out on the last two World Cups. And now under Pedro Lopez, they're finding a renewed energy. They look confident. They look good. They look like they're not afraid of anyone. And I am so pleasantly surprised with how Mexico has performed in this CONCACAF W Gold Cup. Lisa, uh, I'm going to play a character. I'm going to be uh, a typical U.S. Oh. national team fan. <laughs> oh, no. And I, and I, okay, great. I don't, I can't survive <laughs> without having something to panic about, okay? This is how I live and breathe as a U.S. national team fan, both men and women. I need you to give me what is the thing that I should be panicking about right now? What is my biggest concern with this team? What is the thing that makes you scared moving forward? <laughs> That they didn't score any goals, right? This was a shutout by Mexico. I think that could be of concern to a lot of U.S. fans. When you look at the attack that the United States has and the players that were on the pitch, especially to start this game, Trinity Rodman in the front line, Lynn Williams, Sophia Smith, um, Haran Lavelle, these are players that know how to score and find the back of the net, yet they could not do that against Mexico. I think if the scoreline were a little different, a 2-1, and the U.S. did get one, that would maybe ease some nerves, but it is a bit of a concern, the fact that Rodman did not get on the ball as much. Lynn Williams did not get on the ball as much. Um, I think Sophia Smith did a good job of when she was in the game for the first 45 minutes, dropping into the midfield, being able to pick up the ball in the pocket, turn, but that's the style of game she likes to play. They really only had one shot on target, and it came from Emily Fox, a defender from about 40 yards out, and it was a really good rip, but that is the biggest point of concern right now. Why isn't the U.S able to generate as much offense as they have even in their first two matches. Lisa, uh, on the other hand, I'm not a panicking USA fan. Mm. Um, out of these two points, what one is more concerning for you in the sense of were you more disappointed in the lack of character showing and leadership in this team? Is that more worrying than actually the lack of character and fight showing against this Mexico side in the game? That's a good question, Nigel. Um, I don't know. I can't. I think it's hard for me to speak on the leadership of this group, right? I don't know what was said in the locker room. I don't know um, what Lindsey Horan talked about, the player who wears the captain's armband. Um, but there does need to be a sense of leadership passed on and, and mentality passed on from these veteran players, Alex Morgan, Becky Sauerbrunn, Lindsey Horan, to these younger players, Corbin Albert, Sam Coffey, even Sophia Smith, that don't understand the rivalry between the United United States and Mexico. And was there a conversation ahead of this match saying, hey, Sam Coffey in the midfield, you're going to get taunted. You're going to get teased. You're going to get pulled around. You're going to, your jersey's going to be untucked numerous times throughout this game. And they are just doing that because you're the United States and they want to go after you in the best way. Like it is the best and such a strong rivalry. Um, I think that it's more concerning, frankly, that they can't figure things out on their own, whether it's the young players using their creativity and their, frankly, naivety to not know a little bit more about the rivalry to say, OK, we're going to go out there and play the hardest we've ever had. They can't take anything for granted at this point. Post-game media availability, uh, Crystal Dunn spoke, spoke about how she knows that this group wasn't good enough in this game against Mexico and that there cannot be an 
um, just the acceptance to win or knowing that the United States is just going to go out there and win every single time. It is not going to be easy. And that's a hump that they're trying to get over when it's not just going to be given to you. Not that she said this, but more so that they're not just going to win. And I think for the United States in their first two group stage games, maybe they got complacent playing against the Dominican Republic and Argentina where, yeah, they had to problem solve, break down a low block a little bit, but then once they cracked it open, it came wide open. It's not going to be that easy, especially moving forward in this tournament. Lisa, I have a format question because the way that the next round is decided, the the quarterfinals, um, is a bit unorthodox to other tournaments. Tell me if I'm right as, as, as I follow. All the eight teams that make it to the next round, so the six in one and two in each group, and then the two best third places, they're seeded based on on performance in in the group stage. One will play eight, two will play seven, three will play six, and so forth, correct? Yes, so the top six teams that have already qualified for to advance are Brazil, Canada, Mexico, United States, Colombia, and Argentina. Um, there are still two more spots up for grabs, and that will be determined today after Group C plays. All four teams in Group C are still available. The ranking system is done based on goals. So wins is the first tiebreaker. Um, that's why Brazil right now is at the top of the standings. They have nine points after their win. If Canada wins today, they should jump to first place spot. The next tiebreaker is goals scored. Um, That's why Mexico right now is ahead of the United States and they will stay ahead of the United States. Hmm. Um, So yes, Nico, you are correct at this formation. And if everything goes as planned for the rest of the day, meaning if Canada gets a win tonight, which it is very likely that they will, Mexico um, will drop to the third space Canada will be first, Brazil will be second, mm-hmm. and the United States will play Colombia in their quarterfinal wow. match. Mm. Wow, Shh. crazy. Um, okay, let's chat. Let's chat a little bit about Canada, uh, who played Costa Rica tonight. Costa Rica was one of your that was your dark horse team, I believe, Lisa, in this competition. Uh, but Canada have been have been so good. They've scored ten goals. They haven't conceded any goals. How how impressed have you been with what they've been able to uh, to put out there in this competition so far? I've been very impressed with Canada. This is a new look side under Bev Priestman. They've changed formation. Um, They're really composed on the ball. They're actually having this beautiful passing pattern when they build up the ball. We got to look at Olivia Smith as she scored um, two games, two goals for her at just 19 years old. One player I'm so impressed with is Adriana Leone. She is leading um, the CONCACAF W Gold Cup with goals right now. Five goals. She had a brace in the first match, a hat trick in the second one. She looks so good on the ball. She's been playing on the right side. At times, she switches to the left. She receives it. She can turn, hold off defenders. She has really good combination play with the other forwards in the front line for Canada. And when Adriana Leone rips a shot, uh, there's smoke coming out from behind the ball. It is hit so hard, and she's found the back of the net five times, so why not just keep shooting? Lisa, talk to me about Brazil. They won again. Yesterday, mm-hmm. um, the post Piazunhaga era at, at at Brazil. How's that going? Are you seeing any glimpses of an upward trajectory with a powerhouse in, in world football? 
The brightest spot for Brazil right now is JC. She uh, had two goals last night in Brazil's win over Panama. That was a 5-0 win. And she is so incredibly strong on the ball. She plays for Manchester United and she plays a different role with United. She's a bit wider out on the wings. With Brazil, she's playing more centrally. Um, that allows her a lot of freedom and space to drop into the midfield, to stretch a little bit higher. She gets on the ball and she wants the pressure. She wants the defender to pull her shirt and to tug her around. She leans into that physicality. So JC is a really big bright spot for this Brazilian side. They are without Marta throughout this tournament. This is their first international tournament without her. So there are some question marks about who's going to lead this side and this group. Dabinha got the armband in the second half of the match last night for Brazil. Um, she ends up getting a goal as well. There are bright spots for this Brazilian side. However, there can be some shadows moving throughout this quarterfinals and the knockout rounds of the Gold Cup. They could be exposed in their back line. They do get stretched. A lot of their players sit higher up the field and against different competition that would look to exploit Brazil's back line, moving quickly in transition, um, slicing and dicing down the middle of the field, using the width and then sending crosses in could be an Achilles heel for Brazil. Mm. All right, Lisa, looking ahead to the, the quarterfinals uh, for the United States, who are we now hoping that they avoid at this stage in the competition? Who do we not want to see them go up against? Honestly, Mexico again. I don't want to see <laughs> that fair. until like later in the tournament, um, just because of emotions. Otherwise, I think a good test is going to be any of these teams for the United States. There are weak points on every single team that we're seeing. Um, but the fact that they could potentially line up with Colombia first is going to be really good for this United States side. Um, there's a lot of tape on Colombia and what they do, um, their specific personnel. It's just a matter of if they change things up moving forward. Um, but the U.S., it doesn't matter who they play so much as how they change themselves within the game, their personnel, how they problem solve, what they do on the pitch to unlock other oppositions. When it's not working down the middle, can they use the flank? Can they switch and try to figure that out? Um, problem solve in game. So it's way more about the U.S. for me and dealing with them, them themselves versus the opposition that they could potentially play. Hey, Lisa, real quick, which was uh, your favorite of the new NWSL kits? Ooh. Ooh, great question. Um, I really like San Diego's. They yeah. leaned into the, the sunset colors and the themes. It looks really good. It looks really bright. But honestly, they're all really good. Uh, Portland, they went away with the Ed Hardy, the weird tattoo jersey <laughs> and Portland's are really good, really good. I've never seen so many people so unanimously in favor of one kit. <laughs> mm -hmm. like uh, the, Sandy, yeah. the Nigeria kit from a few years yeah. ago. Oh, that was the last time I've seen everyone go, yes. I'm with Lisa, though. They all look pretty great. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Always great to catch up with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good morning, guys. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo. Thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.